1: A tech giant takes another step into the healthcare space. We finally hear about some of Haven Healthcare's initiatives, and a healthcare lobbyist explains how disruptors will hit some walls in the form of state regulations. All that and more coming up on this episode of Just Healthcare Daily. It's Monday, November 4th, and I'm Alex Olgan with Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. The joint health venture Haven Healthcare formed by JP Morgan Chase, Amazon and Berkshire Hathaway is making its first public move. According to Bloomberg, 30,000 employees at JP Morgan in Arizona and Ohio will be offered plans for 2020 by Cigna and Aetna. And Amazon will offer employees plans in four states created by Amazon, Haven, and insurers. This is the first public news about activity at Haven. The joint venture created by the founders of the three companies in 2018 is led by Harvard surgeon and New Yorker contributor Dr. Atul Gawande. A source involved in the rollout told Bloomberg, For many services, copays will be under $110, the plans don't require deductibles, and the bank will be offering wellness programs much like other large companies. Amazon is monitoring employees already enrolled in the program to help them better understand health costs. After weeks of criticism, Senator Elizabeth Warren released a long, detailed accounting for how she plans to pay for Medicare for All. She promised no middle-class taxpayer will pay one penny more in increased taxes. She estimates the shift to single-payer will cost $20.5 trillion over 10 years, less than other recent estimates. Hers is based on expected savings from setting hospital reimbursements at 110 percent of current Medicare levels, reduced administrative costs, reductions in what Medicare pays for prescription drugs, among other measures. Now for how she plans to pay for it. She would essentially turn employer health benefits into a business tax. The plan would also increase taxes on billionaires, capital gains, and stock market transactions. She would raise more revenue by cracking down on income tax collections, lowering defense spending, and loosen immigration rules. The details are sure to be dissected in the further days and in the coming debate later this month. Google parent company Alphabet is taking another step in its growing healthcare portfolio. The company announced it's acquiring Fitbit for $2.1 billion. Fitbit has struggled in recent years after rival Apple launched a step counter plus much more. The Apple Watch accounts for nearly half of the global market for smartwatches, and this puts the two companies in direct competition. The Fitbit announcement comes after Alphabet hired a few major healthcare industry players, signaling it's making serious moves into the industry. President Donald Trump said Friday he will nominate Dr. Stephen Hahn to lead the Food and Drug Administration. Hahn, a 59-year-old radiation oncologist, is now the chief medical executive at M.D. Anderson Cancer Center in Houston, Texas. Previously, he was the chief of the radiation oncology department at the University of Pennsylvania Medical School. If confirmed, Hahn will be taking the reins of the agency as it grapples with how to regulate e-cigarettes and deal with recent deaths linked to vaping. This was one of former Commissioner Scott Gottlieb's main issues. According to STAT, Dr. Brett Juwa, the Assistant Secretary for Health, will become the acting FDA commissioner while the Senate considers Hahn's nomination. It's unclear when the vote will happen. Now it's time for our weekly deep dive. How and where Americans get health care is changing, and more companies are trying new and innovative ways to get into the market. But many of the healthcare care regulations across states weren't written for these new ways of delivering care. Healthcare lobbyist Krista Drobak at Washington, D.C.-based Sirona Strategies says disruptors like telehealth companies are going to run into some walls with state rules.
0: The practice of health care is very heavily regulated at the state level. When we're in the federal level, we're talking about reimbursement. You know, what codes can be reimbursed, and, but, but, but actual permissibility of practices at the state level. And those technologies, to the extent that they're even defined at the state level, are ill-defined, certainly behind the times.
1: She says back in 2012, there was a big push to make changes to state laws, allowing telemedicine companies to operate without first establishing in-person relationships with patients. That was a
0: bet-the-business effort. You had to get rid of those state laws in order for telemedicine to operate the way it does. And they and we did. It's 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 permissible in every state now. And now it's starting to rev up again because if we want to go to the next generation telemedicine, we really want to do what the direction of which the future of healthcare is, which is, you know, triaging by live chat, for example, or um or crossing crossing state lines to practice or having a retail clinic actually be able to own the practice of medicine. Those kinds of things have to
1: change at the state level. Another thing at the state level right now, licensure. But we live in a mobile, connected world, and as Drobak points out, people frequently travel between states or want to see specialists across state lines. In her role with the Alliance for Connected Care, a coalition of medical groups interested in advancing telehealth, she's working to allow clinicians to practice across state lines in a coordinated way.
0: We should always be paying attention to where the patient is because if some enforcement action needs to be taken, it's going to be in the state where the patient is located. So, you know, we're keeping all of those things in mind and we're really looking closely at the nursing boards because they have implemented a licensure compact, for example, that's across state lines, nurses can practice. It's a good model
1: but Drobak says there should be limits for what type of care can be delivered online. She's worried some telehealth companies are towing that line. One example is HIMS and HERS. Patients can go online to the company's website and get prescriptions for medical problems that may be embarrassing, like erectile dysfunction or hair loss. The New York Times wrote about the company and how it was upending doctor and patient relationships earlier this year. What
0: worries me about them is their advertising.
1: they're, they're, They're saying, oh,
0: you have a you know a stressful meeting coming up or a first date coming up and let let us give you this beta blocker and and and, and high blood pressure medication is a, is a it's heavily regulated and you're supposed to go and get a prescription for it from a doctor and so i think there could be an outer edge of disruption and
1: to the point where it can be viewed as inappropriate Drobak thinks regulators are going to soon get wind and start cracking down, and she worries about what this will mean for other telehealth companies and their progress. But there are so many
0: good actors in the telehealth marketplace that I, I just don't want to start a bunch of investigations when, in fact, you know they're just unnecessary.
1: That was Krista Drobak, a partner at Cerona Strategies, a healthcare lobbying firm in Washington D.C. Coming up this week in healthcare. Friday, a court of appeals is scheduled to hear arguments related to another Trump administration plan to cut payments to hospitals. This time is for the 340B drug program. After CMS cut reimbursements to hospitals, it was met with a challenge from hospital groups. A judge ruled earlier this year the cuts were unlawful. The Trump administration appealed. Thanks for listening to Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olgan. Let us know what you think of the show. Leave us a review or rate us in whichever podcast app you're listening on. And you can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on justhealthcare.com. Just Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Just Healthcare.
0: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?